This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Living Proof. Put the science to work and unlock your hair's full potential with Living Proof like I did. Visit livingproof.com slash vine and use code vine to get 10% off your first purchase. Native, right now you can save 20% on your first purchase when you go to nativedo.com slash vine or use promo code vine at checkout. That's nativedo.com slash vine or use promo code vine at checkout to save 20% on your first purchase. Geico, go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com and OxyClean. Visit oxycleancoupons.com right now where a coupon is waiting for you. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Grape Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. Your session is now starting. I had one of my favorite humans join me today, gal that can make anyone laugh hysterically, especially with her ridiculous social media skits, like dressing up in Kim K's Met Gala outfit and prancing around NYC for all to see. <laughs> yep, I have my girl Robin Shaw with me here today to give me all of her trend-setting tips and tricks, as well as to recap this week's tearjerker and tropical storm-filled episode of Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think anything could be more fitting for foreshadowing what is likely to come than a hurricane. Love triangles, love squares, old love, new love, goodbyes, hellos. I always wonder why my anxiety is on overdrive after these episodes. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to hear Robin's perception of it all. Oh, and I make a pretty darn stinking fun announcement. So I hope this episode helps brighten your day with some laughs. Okay. Gosh, you even remember who I am now that you're <laughs> like best friends with Kim Kardashian? Um, hi, Melissa, Stacy. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> I don't mind your podcast, but I can't remember. I can't recall. I've been blinded by Kim K. <laughs> oh, wait. And then the latest is Selena Gomez. Yeah. What do you mean the so, latest Selena Gomez? I wake up this morning to, first off, you know, because you have similar type of fans or followers as I do, where they're like, friends do you yeah. know what I mean where they like yeah. they keep you more updated than anyone else on this planet yeah so I wake up to all these messages oh my god Selena Gomez on TikTok like took your video like sound and reacted it out you know what they do that on yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok so like one of these videos where I did a TikTok challenge like her and her best friend took my audio and redid it Wait, that is so funny about your followers because people say to me, like, who would you bring on a stranded island? Like, if you needed to sur survive for the rest of your life, I'm like, the Vinos. Like, nobody would pull through. Like, if, if I need an investigation, care, anything. Okay, so wait. So what, what audio was it? It was me and my friend Regina did this, like, yoga pose. And oh, so it's yeah, like me going like dancing in, but like there's no music. So we're just like humming the song. And then my friend's like all aboard. And then I'm like, my legs are too short. So her and her friend took that audio and like acted it out. Oh my gosh. And that yeah. just happened this morning? I, they did it last night and I woke up to this. Holy, this are you information. just. So in how one week, Kim Kardashian posts one video. No. She's doing another video. I'm just living my best life. I'm here with Caitlin Bristow. I'm living my best life. I'm bottom of the barrel now. I used to Not at all. In your eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, that's so crazy because I feel like it's the power of one, the internet and two, your followers that will just get like, they, they see how excited you get. <laughs> yeah. and like like the joy that it brings to see you that excited to us as your followers is like just you know what it's you can't put a price on that yeah it's just so fun and it's okay I never respond to troll I first of all I don't get many trolls but when yeah. I do I know you and a lot of people are under the mindset of it helps the algorithm but yeah. I don't even care enough about the algorithm that yeah. I'm like one mean comment you're gone yeah, <laughs> you're just yeah, yeah, yeah bye. You're, the comments deleted and you're blocked on all accounts yeah because I'd rather have like a smaller amount and enjoy myself I which that. I know is not a good businesswoman mindset for social media no it but is I'm really happy right now. no it is because I feel like that's also a good way to grow loyal following and loyal people and really at the end of the day the community that you build is over everything 
Yeah, and I'm and I'm happy because like sometimes social media can make you unhappy. Yeah, and I'm like I'd rather have a smaller group but like have the best time than yeah. a bigger group um, and be miserable. So anyway, someone yesterday and so I, again I deleted and blocked them even though the comment wasn't even mean. But I'm like no. But she was like, why are you so excited over celebrities? They're just people. And I deleted it because I'm like. What would you rather me talk about? Everyone else is talking about COVID and politics yeah. and, and X, Y, Z. It's like the rest of the internet could discuss all the bad stuff. Let me just be happy. Why is like, she what's... trying to steal that joy from you? <laughs> oh, but she's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> See, that's fine. See, that's good because you you are on cloud nine with your yeah. you happy. And R- Robin, if you if you take away all of the celebrity stuff from Robin, you're still a happy person. Yeah. You, that just adds excitement <laughs> into your life because it's kim kardashian okay yeah and it was her outfit at the met gala and like first of all just can we just take it all back for people who don't know or haven't seen oh hi everyone (laughs) by the way i am podcasting with robin (laughs) (laughs) we have so much to talk about because i know we have to get to bachelor in paradise but we also talk about the fact that i have been named your only bridesmaid yeah because i know i was a bridesmaid but now i'm the bridesmaid yeah, that's you're, my sister's out and you're in. <laughs> okay, so I have to just talk to you about this. What? As someone now, for those who don't know, I I've been a fan of Caitlyn's for years, like back from the plow my fields with Chris comment <laughs> on. Okay, so I feel like I'm a vinyl first, friend second. Yes. Just okay. to be clear. Okay. Now I was thinking, as the bridesmaid, I think we should have like. A live bachelorette party for the vinos. Do you know what I'm doing? No. Are you doing that? Oh, my gosh. What? what? Thank you for just teeing okay, me up. Good, because this. that's exactly what I'm telling you the people would want. So, okay. I, I, guys, if you're listening. You're blowing if, my if you're mind. Of course it's, you're listening. I didn't, I didn't know this. Wait, so tell us. The, the, wow. We share brainwaves. Because I'm announcing my tour today for my podcast. And it's my bride and dirty bachelorette party tour. And oh I wanted you to be my guest because I'm coming to New York and we would have a bachelorette party on stage with the Love binos. It. Yes. Yeah, this is. Yes. Yes. I, I was going to say I'd like to. And then you're already doing it. So, yes, obviously, I will be the guest. Oh, my God. That's so oh funny. That my God, this is that. so exciting. Oh my god! Wait, I didn't even notice you had your little news thing on in the back. <laughs> it's the same what? sign. When, when did we record last? Like two months ago. It's the really same sign. To the I'm not, it hasn't even. I didn't even rewrite it. Like it's like it's like half gone, <laughs> half wiped off. Oh my gosh! Thank you for committing to that. Yeah, that's, I am even though we don't discuss news that. anymore. <laughs> Wait, what else is in the background? There's a pinball machine. This is my brother's apartment because oh. my computer. I've dropped so many times. So oh. whenever I'm like recording. It like cuts in and out. Oh, hilarious. Oh <laughs> so, my yeah, God. So I made this sign, whatever it was, like two or three months ago. And then it's just, it's never changed. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've now established that that's happening. And we're yeah. going to have a bachelorette party together in New York with all the vinos. This is like a dream come true. Excellent. 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 Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Cause I was like going to pitch it to you. So I'm glad you're already doing it. You don't have to pitch it to me. This is already in the works and I'm glad you're on board. And I'm telling you, the vinyls are going to be so happy because my, this is what my thought was, was like, I was like, oh, if I wasn't me, I'd be sad that I'm the bridesmaid and not taking part in bridesmaids things. (laughs) You do know what I mean? (laughs) So I was like, you had to find a way to include everyone and you're on it. You're on it. I'm all over it. But you have to wear the Kim Kardashian outfit. Like, how hot was that? Let's go back to it. You dressed Kim Kardashian's Met Gala outfit. First of all, has she explained it? Or what was the vision behind that? Do you know? No. I think it's up for interpretation. Like nylon I I think it's art. So everyone gets to choose how they see it. Uh, Maybe she... I don't know. She might have said, um, but I feel like it's something Kanye picked up, but they're not together, so I'm confused. But or are they? Or are they? <laughs> I, I feel know. like he picked that out, but that was what she chose to wear to the Met Gala. She was completely covered head to toe in like she was like a shadow. Mm-hmm. Do you think she had yeah. glam under there? Is my question. Oh, she did because on her Instagram, you oh. started getting her makeup done beforehand. What? Why? <laughs> Because she's Kim Kardashian yeah, and okay. she would, I mean, she's just everything. That's true. I don't know if you've listened to her pod. She was on Kristen Bell's podcast. Okay. And 
she's just she does so much good stuff that she doesn't even get credit. Like besides the fact that she's like does fashion and right. all this stuff, she also happens to like do good. <laughs> and so like my love for her just has continuously grown. I mean, I love everyone, but like she, when you find out all the good stuff she actually does and doesn't even get credit for, it's kind of it's really impressive. Oh, that's sweet. I love hearing that because I think I've said it on my podcast before that she gets a really good rep for if you've met her in person, like everyone talks Mm -hmm. about how kind she is and how sweet. And um, the girl that spray tans me in LA spray tans Chloe and said she's also very kind and that the whole family is just really sweet. And then so I love hearing that too, because she doesn't get credit for many good things. She gets shamed on and like in shit for a lot of things she does. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't get credit for a lot of the good she does. And I think we should be Kim K stands over here and give yes. her some credit because she clearly because she shared the videos. And now I'm like, oh, she's the great. Well, <laughs> now you guys really are best friends. So she's going to listen to this podcast to make sure she, Absolutely. You know, she'll come to, to the that. bachelorette party. Yeah, she'll come to New York <laughs> and be on stage with us. And we're all going to wear robber outfits and everyone can interpret what it means to them. And it'll be a party. Right. So if you didn't see, I posted, what I was, I made her outfit, which I actually thought my outfit was pretty close. It was everything. It was like identical. Yeah. So at Party City, <laughs> they had like those body suits for, I think, like green screen or like puppeteering. I don't know why you need this outfit, but I didn't ask questions. <laughs> and then uh, I wore that and I took a scarf for like the tail. And I f- figured I'll go out into New York City and see like how practical this outfit is. Right. But I really didn't have a game plan. I was just going to go to places and uh. <laughs> see. But like as soon as I get into the elevator, there was so- someone got in on the elevator. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Because it seems like a fun in idea, but then when you actually are in an elevator with someone, it was. Do you think so they knew like what inspired you to do that, or do you think it like, or were they like an older person that was like, "What the hell am I about to get robbed?" No, he was a young guy. Um, no, he he got it, he got it, but I don't think he knew we were filming. Oh, right. he was just like on. Is his that phone. when you're trying to eat the donut through the? Oh no, that was later on. And then I also went to go buy tampons. I was on the subway. Like I really went out and about. Uh, But the way Kim saw it was someone took a picture of me when I wasn't paying attention, like on the street and sent it to the Instagram account, Subway Creatures. And then Subway Creatures has like four or 5 million followers. They posted it, but didn't tag me because no one knew who I was at the time. (laughs) So then Kim posts that picture. And then Kim was like, who is this? And so then I said to my followers, guys, we got to tell Kim. She doesn't know who it is. So then everyone was tagging Kim in my video. And then Kim posted my entire video. Oh, so it was just the best. My gosh. Okay. One quick question that has nothing to do yeah. with any of what you just said, but how much do you think she paid for that outfit? Um, well, I paid $25. So okay. Think- do you think hers was like designer or do you think it was like, I don't, do you think she even pays? Like, no. Okay. Let, I mean? okay like- let me rephrase that. How much is it yeah. worth now more, but then when she got it? I, I, literally, I have no clue because I've never bought jeans over a hundred dollars. No, <laughs> so me, like, I have not person, either. I'm the worst person to ask because I know nothing about fashion or anything like that and money but i bet you I, i'm gonna guess i'll guess a hundred thousand dollars wow for but that i don't know that, that could be ridiculously high oh it was balenciaga wait is that true my my producer just said it is oh i didn't even know that okay i actually just learned about balenciaga i don't even know if, is that how you say it i had andy dorfman who was a bachelorette on my podcast and she's all about like she's got like all these designer purses and I know nothing about that so she did a quiz where she made up names and said some real ones in there and I guess and I'm pretty sure she's like Balenciaga I'm like you just made that up (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Caitlin I obviously listened to that episode (laughs) (laughs) wait did you really hear you lying to me yeah, no, I lose that. Oh, that's episode. so cute. God, I love you. Okay, so summer was, you know, a grand old time, but I have to say, styling my hair throughout the summer, especially through months of filming, took a toll on this hair man. Definitely needed a little refresh. And I recently started using Living Proof, which is exactly what my hair was craving. So Living Proof was founded by a team of scientists and hair experts, and each product is actually scientifically engineered to solve the toughest hair problems, not conceal them. 
Yep, science. Okay, it's science, everybody. Their award-winning patent formulas are proven to bring out your healthy hair, and their products are never filled with harmful chemicals, so no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten. Plus, it's never tested on animals, which is very important. So, of course, there's no one-size-fits-all to hair woes, so that's why Living Proof develops game-changing formulas for specific concerns like frizz, curls, damaged scalp care, and thin hair. Big fan of their Restore shampoo and dry shampoo for in-between hair washes. That advanced clean dry shampoo, game changer. Put the science to work and unlock your hair's full potential with Living Proof like I did. Visit livingproof.com slash vine and use code vine to get 10% off your first purchase. That's livingproof.com slash vine, code vine for 10% off your first purchase. livingproof.com slash vine, code vine. Okay, quick quiz for you. Do you know the difference between an antiperspirant and a deodorant? Okay, well, no matter what, I'm going to tell you anyway. So the antiperspirants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to stop you from sweating. Not cute. Native deodorant does not contain aluminum or parabens or sulfates. It's vegan. It's never tested on animals, and it works to keep you smelling fresh all day long. So I can say from experience that making the switch to aluminum-free deodorant does not mean you have to sacrifice. You will smell good and know you're putting ingredients that you've actually heard of on your pits. I'm a big fan of their most popular classic scent, coconut and vanilla. So good. But they actually have over 10 scents and rotating seasonal scents, so you're guaranteed to find one that you love. Okay, one seasonal scent I came across. Here we go. Oat milk latte. It's actually so good, but make sure you don't accidentally put it in your mouth, okay? I didn't do it. Besides their classic deodorant, Native offers an unscented option and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. And they even have a deodorant made of 100% paperboard packaging if you're trying to cut down on that plastic use. So you're going to love Native as much as I do. Right now, you can save 20% on your first purchase. Go to nativedo.com slash vine or use promo code vine at checkout. That's nativedo.com slash vine or use promo code vine at checkout to save 20% on your first purchase. Now back to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Wait, I'm so excited for our party. And I'm so excited for you. Do you know what it's going to be or we can't say yet? When? November 19th. Excellent. Oh, I'm going to actually Kim's house that night. (laughs) By thinking your schedule is just open now. (laughs) Kim K and Selena Gomez are reposting your shit. Who do I think I am? (laughs) yeah but they don't actually like invite me over oh right we're real friends too (laughs) yeah so no I this gonna be so fun I'm so excited it'll be so fun okay well I'm really just happy that all happened for you because if there's anyone I would want that to happen to it's you because I know I would get to see your reaction and feel the pure (laughs) joy you're feeling in that moment I would poop my pants that's like a Britney Spears for me if Britney Spears posted something of mine that was like honoring her I would I would be like well this is where I peak. And so where, like, where does Robin go from here? Yeah. I, where, I, honestly, I'm done. Like, I feel like this is as high. Like, the, this has been such a fun time that it's like, what? I'm, I'm happy. Like, this is like a, like, look, there's so much. Actually, I posted a video on my Instagram because I showed the difference between the night Kim posted it and the next day. Because yeah. that night, like, my phone's ringing. Everyone's buzzing. Everyone, and then literally 24 hours later, I'm sitting on my couch eating cereal, watching Big Brother. And, like, no one's texting or calling or giving a shit about me. Yeah. So it's, like, so funny. That's why I kind of live in the moment because high highs, all this is fleeting. And, like, all this is silly and not important. So it's, like, why not just, like, be excited about it? Because you don't know. I love it. I love it. You just, and you're like on your toes, like what's next? You just yeah. don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting on, I want a live stream with Tom Hanks. Wow. That's the goal. I was going to say that's a big dream, but I actually feel like it could happen. I mean, I live streamed with Oprah. I feel like Oprah is bigger than Tom. You know what? If you can live stream with Oprah, you can live stream with anyone. You can literally put anyone on that list of people you yeah. want to live stream with. And you just say, I did it with Oprah. And I'd be like, okay, well then I am. Right. Also, like, if you go one year ago today, I literally had 5,000 followers. Like, nothing what? was going on. <laughs> like, no one knew I was. So it just, to everyone listening, if you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, everything can change so fast. So it's like, you just don't know. So just keep going. <laughs> you just don't know. 
It's so true. It's everything changes so quickly for good and bad and great. And like when things go bad for the world, things might go really great for you personally, vice versa. Like you just really don't know what is going to happen in life. I am telling you, I'm laughing here with you today. Two hours ago, I was crying to my therapist on the couch, (laughs) (laughs) you know, peaks and valleys. Okay. Before we dive into this week specifically, tell me your thoughts on everything we've seen so far. Like who are your favorite people? Who are your favorite couples right now? Okay, first let me say, I love Bachelor in Paradise. I, it's so good. It's such a good show. I mean, I love the whole franchise, but I think seeing a lot of couples really is more entertaining than just seeing one. I don't know if that's a popular opinion or an unpopular opinion. It is because you're stimulated. You're like... There's just so many different things going on and it's, it's, there's drama and then there's love stories and then there's idiots and then there's funny people. Like you've got it all. Yes. Okay. So I thought last night with um, Riley and Marissa, I thought like that moment between them, I was like, oh, that's good TV too. And that wasn't drama that, or it was drama, but it wasn't like at the, at the cost of someone getting hurt. Do you know right. what I mean? Yes. So, Overall, I think this is a great season. <laughs> really, really, it's been great. Oh, I, I think it's. I I'm like I always get a little invested in Paradise, but this one I'm very invested in because it's like I'm really rooting for certain couples, and then I got really thrown off by Becca Kufrin coming in because I was like, this is so unexpected. Yeah, I I do not like watching the food eating off of body scenes. At all. Back from like the whipped cream the other day with Riley to this last night. I just, I don't want to see, like, I don't mind the kissing. I like watching people kiss, but like, I don't like, I don't like the licking the food off the, it grosses me out actually. Boom room noises. I don't like the eating food off people's body. Like if you want to do that, I'm not, I'm all for it. Like to get, get your right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. The bedroom, but to watch it. With taco meat and like whipped cream on toes, it makes me a little nauseous. Yeah, no, I have no problem with food in the bedroom. I just want to watch. Wait, yeah. how funny was it when he was eating the taco off her boobies and then the screen pulled out and that lady's just standing there watching? He even said at one part, oh, that's sexy. <laughs> like, oh my God, first off, I want that role. or that job where I just like stand there and watch like awkward sexual moments with people like can you imagine like that I was like they should have asked her to leave for the eating part the the camera guys are literally sitting there watching and then who's the person (laughs) who has to go in and be like I saw a nipple and then have to go in with the little black box for the nipple (laughs) or black box for the like tushy and all those I just am like who's doing this and I want these jobs I want to see how you're doing this (laughs) <laughs> you're right it's the other people that are more fascinating like i want to see everyone else but i just thought when they pulled out and that that woman was just standing there i was like oh this is brilliant i do have to say both kenny and mari they're both have beautiful bodies i would be naked all the time too if i was <laughs> it's true they are two just ridiculously good looking people and i mean par for the course because that's paradise the, the whole thing that really got me, this was more of a tearjerker episode to me because of Kendall and Joe, because there's still just some unfinished business there. And he even said, the fact that Joe said, uh, if she would, if she still wanted me, why didn't she tell me before I came here? And I'm like, does that mean there would have still been a chance? But I'm having a tough time with it because I like all parties involved. I like Serena. I like Joe. I like Kendall. I like Serena and Joe together. I like Kendall and Joe together. I like, I just like them all. And I'm very confused on my feelings about this. Yeah, me too. Also, I know like when I break up with exes and then you see on Facebook that they've moved on, you get to do your pain in private. Right. All of this is so uh, to have to do this on like I felt bad. I feel bad for everyone, but I really felt bad for Kendall because I'm like, oh, you still have all these feelings. And now it's like, look, I've stalked exes on Facebook. We all have. It's what we do. And then you see they moved on and then you get upset and you call your best friend and you cry. Here, you see your ex making out with another girl in person and there's cameras on you. Like all of it's just, I felt so bad. But I also feel bad for like Joe because he's trying to move on and you have your ex. Like it's all just, it's messy. It's real. It's so good. (laughs) I can't imagine doing that on 
television, even though you'd think I would because I'm in the Bachelor franchise. But just that seemed like real, true, emotional heartbreak and hard times. Like, I think it's easier when there's not a history. Like, oh, that guy's crying. He just met her. And I'm like, whatever. Now he's going home. But when there's like three years of history where they thought they were going to get married and then watching him fall for someone else, like it just broke my heart for her. Yeah. But I do think Joe has moved on. I don't think. Yeah. Because when you're when your ex is like giving you like, oh, there's a chance to get back together. I know I've always gone back. <laughs> like I've never anytime any ex was like, maybe I'm like, OK, let's get back together. You know, so, so even now, if any of my exes are interested, call me. No, but um, but I just think the fact that she said that and he he's moved on, I think, or, or not, maybe not moved on, but I do think he likes her more. Um, why am I getting everyone's names that this today? Uh, Serena. No, not Serena. What's her name? Serena. Serena. I sound like, I sound like a 90 year old lady. What's her name? The girl with the curly hair. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. I mean, I feel the exact same way. And then I thought it was hilarious, the evacuation. Cause I'm like, wait, they were like, everybody needs to leave the beach now. And they're packing. And it looks like they were on Survivor, like trying to get out of the like hell that was about to hit. And then all of a sudden they're skipping down the, the stairs the next day. Like, good, we're back. And then there was no like, contest. Just kidding. Oops. Oopsies. I'm sick. Yeah. JK, no hurricane, but nobody explained it. Like there was zero context. They were just skipping back down. Like, like nothing happened. Okay. Also, we need to talk about Natasha going out with Dr. Joe. Because remember, I went to elementary school and high school with dr joe oh yeah yeah like i know him personally i forgot about that oh my gosh so what is your take on this because he was like it, the date went great he flipped a switch it got weird then she went to go on a date with somebody else and he was like mm, i'm sad what, what is okay this? this is my this is my personal take he is the nicest in real life he's just like a really nice good guy yeah. Like when I found out he was going on the Bachelor, I'm like, wait, Joe? Because <laughs> he's he's not a reality star by any means. He's just right. a good like human. So I think like two things. One, I think she he found out his friend and like now him and Brendan are I guess friends in real life. Right. Dated this girl and had drama with this girl, and he's like, "Oh, that's my friend." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's forgetting like there's a whole TV show. Just like if right. someone. I would never date an ex of yours. Or if you got into a fight with someone, I would. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think he was thinking of it not as Bachelor in Paradise where they all date each other's exes. He was, yeah, he was separating it too much and forgetting where he was. He forgot his surroundings and that he was yeah. on Paradise. But also he didn't know the douchery that was happening with Brendan at the time. Right. either. That's my friend. And he got all confused. Because <laughs> also you wouldn't think your friend would do that. So I think in his mind, he's like, oh, there was a falling out with my friend. I need to stick. You know, he didn't know the whole situation. And I just think he's just a nice guy. So he realized, I, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> like I could, see, I could see him. And then when he was just like playing his ukulele on the beach, I'm like, oh, that's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a nice guy. Like he's just, he's not a player or like, you know, he's just a... Uh, Likes to play the ukulele on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I I don't think anyone would ever have anything, like, mean to ever say about him. I mean, again, I haven't hung out with him in years, but I, I know him from, like, growing up together. And uh, it just, like, all of that just seems so fitting of him. Like, I, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> like, on the, on the beach. the <laughs> beach. That's, a, but you know who I thought was a really nice guy until this episode was Ivan. I'm like, where did this little tornado come from? Right. Remind me, what did he do? That... <laughs> I don't even remember. He, he was, okay, because Chelsea and Aaron really had something going on. Uh -huh. And they were all into it. And they had just had a really good conversation. And then all of a sudden, she's on the day bed with Ivan. Yeah. And they make it out. And Aaron's like, what the hell? And it kind of blows up at the end of the episode. Right. But again, isn't that what Bachelor in Paradise is for? Is to like bounce around, see what you like? Or do you think he was just trying to get a rose and didn't, didn't really like her? Yeah, I do think he was just trying to get a rose. I, I definitely think that's what the situation was. But again, I feel like 
it's just the paradise is such a beast because you are supposed to flip flop and see who you like, but that also people's feelings get hurt that way. So you can go into it being like, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to flip flop. And then you start liking a person and they want to flip flop and you're like, but what the hell we have feelings for each other. And it's just not normal. Like to do that all on the beach with other people, like it's just not normal. And as much as you try and tell yourself, that's what the beaches of paradise are for, you get into it and you're like, I don't like this. Yeah. Look, I could never do it. I could not be on this show, but it's so fun to watch. So fun. <laughs> it's so fun to watch. Also, I think you know what you're signing up for in the sense, not saying like, look, everyone has feelings and you, sh- even if you sign up for a show, you should be respectful of other people's feelings. With that said, the premise of the show is, I mean, I think Demi said it, like date a lot of people is like to see who's on the beach, you know? Yeah. But then you're supposed to get so, engaged at the end. So then you're like, I dated a bunch of people. Now I'm dating this last one that I feel really good about. But like, I've now only spent a little bit of time with them. What am I talking about? Well, I'm acting like I'm not in this franchise. Like I haven't <laughs> here and done that before. I'm like, all of a sudden judging. Yeah, but how do they fall in love? But yeah, how do they, Caleb? <laughs> Let us know. I'm contradicting myself because I really do believe in it. But so at least Bachelor in Paradise, like they spend all day with the person. On The Bachelorette, you only have a couple of hours with each person, right? Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough, Robin. Okay, you make- <laughs> go make more TikToks with Selena Gomez. <laughs> Done. Vinos, do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do. I bet it can be hard work, but you know it's easy. Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right, let's talk about one of my biggest pet peeves. It's when you get something beautiful and new and white, and then it becomes dingy over time. And it doesn't take that long for it to happen either. I got these new nice white sheets, but notice they definitely weren't as white just after a few washes. An OxyClean White Revive Laundry Whitener and Stain Remover has 40% more whitening power than chlorine bleach per load without all the negatives that come with using chlorine bleach. So great. It revives all of your dingy whites, bringing them back to brilliant and bright, just how you want them. Plus it's safe on colors too, which is great. It can save those items that you thought were ruined, headed for the trash. I know I've been there a few times. It actually is really cool just how effective this product is because it works right before your eyes. It's like magic, but it's in real life. They really are the experts. So if you're like me and you have to check it out, work your magic with OxyClean White Revive Laundry Whitener and Stain Remover and save while you're at it. Visit OxyCleanCoupons.com now where a coupon is just waiting for you. This is Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Who's your favorite couple? I really like Noah and Abigail. I really like them because they're just like the sweet little couple you root for. That's pretty much the one I'm really rooting for here. Oh, I like Marissa and Riley. Oh, yeah. I like Marissa and Riley. Right, right, right. And they really got somewhere this episode, too. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was so sweet. Like, I just, I love that moment. I liked how she was there. And ha- like, when someone really opens up like that, it's not the other person. You know, you have to do a lot of listening and not, <laughs> you know. So yeah. um, I just thought, I just, I like them. I hope they work. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That was a sweet moment i know it's grocery store joe for most people and again i'm just i'm having a tough time accepting him and kendall are over but i am rooting for his happiness because it's grocery store joe do you know them personally joe yes kendall yes serena i met briefly and she is a sweetheart yeah they all seem like nice people so i <laughs> Joe is so funny and so great. And he's like one of my favorite people in the franchise. And Kendall's like so unique and intelligent and like a deep, she has depth. And then it's just also, I'm like, damn it. Isn't there anyone like, I want to like, not like something about them. So I can be like, yeah, you guys aren't going to work. You two can work. But I'm really like in the triangle with them. Here's my question. So it seems that they broke up because Joe wanted to be in Chicago. She wanted to be in California. Now has Joe and Serena had Serena. Serena. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> and Serena. And has Joe and Serena had that talk of where they'd live? Like, Joe, if this is an important topic for you, let's, let's get this, 
Let's settle those. Let's start with that, Joe, because Serena is Canadian. And does she still live there in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. So, Joe, <laughs> let's – because that seemed to be the big reason why they broke up from what they're saying. So maybe he, we should have had that conversation already. Yeah, Joe, let's learn our lesson and not <laughs> – Come on, Joe. Joe, I'm going to message him after that and be like, wait a sec. Have you thought about this? And he's like, <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me for for this little recap slash celebratory podcast for your success with Kim K and planning our bachelorette party. Wait, you know what's so crazy? What? The date of your, your bachelorette party may also be our anniversary. Stop. Because I posted the video on November 12th and it started to go viral on the 17th, 18th. And I think you may have messaged me on the 19th. Well, I'm going back and looking. We're going to go and check. Can you imagine if it's our anniversary? I'm going to check right now. That's going to be insane. And if it isn't, I'll switch the date of my tour. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll edit the uh, the DM. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. easier. I could just like cross it out and put in a new date. Oh, great. Caitlin, thank you so much for having me. I love you. You're perfect I, and beautiful. I'll, yes. I'll see you uh, in New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay, bye, Robin. Have a good day. Okay, Vinos, don't go anywhere because I am so friggin' fascinated. Today, I got to talk to Walla, a color therapist, which I didn't even know was a thing. It shocked me because I'm so into like spirituality, manifesting higher powers, but this was a new one for me and it was pretty incredible. I know colors, everyone knows colors, but do we really know colors and what negative, positive, and healing effects they can have on you? Well, after my chat with Walla, you will. We also get into chatting about my wedding and what colors she suggests I look into incorporating for that. And she came up with this idea. It's so cool and unique and it was fun. Um, I just feel so lucky to get to chat to all of these incredibly inspirational individuals, healers all the time. I hope all of my listeners feel like they get a lot out of it too. All right. So now go pick your favorite white or red or rosé and let's learn about all the colors of the rainbow. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So nice to meet you from the other side of the world. Where are you and what time is it? I am in Barcelona and it's 9.30 p.m. That's amazing. So cool. So cool that we could do this and Zoom and podcast. And... Anyway, so you're a color therapist. So obviously I'm immediately going to look at what you're wearing and what color. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I was like, hmm. Yeah, because usually it's the other way around. <laughs> You're checking out what people are wearing. Yeah. Okay. But whenever whenever people meet me, they expect me to be like, color me Courtney. I love her. But it's like, I'm the total opposite of that expression. Her expression is vibrant and, you know, just, just beautiful and Courtney. And my expression is more subdued in colors. I'm more, well, I would have, diff I would actually go from one thing to another depends on the day because I feel out the colors yes so but and I do I do black as well and people are like you're a color therapist why are you wearing black <laughs> that's so interesting but what does that mean like just explain I guess for everybody what exactly a color therapist is color therapy is a holistic energetically focused practice that helps you understand how the color frequencies and how colors your perception of them your use of them how you feel about them what I mean about what you need from a subconscious point of view how you can get your life more balanced how you can understand yourself better and even mm. how you can emotion regulate your emotions so for the past eight years wow. I've been doing that with people that's incredible. That's, I've, le I've learned so much from podcasting about different kinds of jobs out there. How did you become an intuitive color healer? Ah, it was a journey. But I always tell myself it's something that I've been doing since I was young because I've always been very obsessive and I would argue with my mom constantly about the colors that we use in the house. My mom obviously translated it into, you need to become an interior designer. But then when I did it, I was like, ah, oh, too commercial. I need something. And yeah. I was going through... Uh, I was going through a really messed up time in my life. And I was I was in Tokyo. I was like, you know, living the life there, beautiful apartment, everything. But I was miserable on the inside. And I didn't understand why I wasn't able to connect with people on, on deep levels because I needed it. I wasn't even able to wear color. And this is where it triggered it all. 
because I would I would walk in Harajuku and I would see all these people wearing all these beautiful colors and I couldn't wear anything but black and brown and I hated brown at the time mm-hmm. so I didn't understand why and then I started reading looking up I took a few courses and and then I started understanding that I was hiding I didn't want people to see how I feel I didn't want people to see who I am I didn't I was hiding from myself because I didn't want to admit my misery to myself because on paper and everything it looked perfect yeah wow that's that's interesting and what okay wait what does that say about me though because all I want to wear always is like grays blacks white browns like that's all I really gravitate towards that's that's interesting because usually gray is a sign of someone who has a lot of creativity but and a lot of ideas and a lot of things they want to do and they're a bit overwhelmed by these ideas so they use gray to kind of neutralize everything the black is a protective color it makes us feel it's not a bad color it just helps conceal us on the days where we don't want to be seen the issue with black is or any color for that matter is if you're wearing it all the time why do you feel like you need to be protected Hmm. and white is about also new beginnings and starts so from the what you the colors you've told me usually when you have this combination i i could see and i could feel like oh you're a person with a lot of ideas and you probably always kind of like do something and then start again and do something and start something new and just even like it would be even halfway through you'd you'd you maybe get bored or you'd get something and you're like, okay, you're, you're a person who feels like I need to restart constantly. These are what, this is where you are right now because the colors we are attracted to tell us where we are right now. Wow. That's, can we go through like colors? We could, but let me, let me tell you something before. Okay. So the, actually I always tell people this and they go like, what? Colors actually don't exist. Colors are our brain's translation to different wavelengths of light. And all these frequencies and wavelengths of life also align with some sounds, align with thoughts, align with feelings. And this is why when you're gravitated toward a color or when you hate a color passionately, it has a certain meaning about what's going on inside of you. You're basically saying, I hate that wavelength and everything that goes with it. Or I love this wavelength and this is what I need and this is what I'm going with. Wow. So what? Wait, my mind is blown from (laughs) that, that colors don't exist. That's so, so what happens? So if somebody's colorblind, those brain waves just don't work. No, it's just they're, they're different. The way their eyes and their nervous system is, is different than us. And it's wired differently. So, and also people, some people see more colors than others. You know, this thing that you've probably seen online, like how men see blue, red, whatever. And then yeah. women would see red, scarlet, and like more details in color. Uh-huh. And that for me is also because we are also taught. So there's two parts of the colors. It's like what we perceive on a brain wave and how how we were born and the things that we were born into. And then the other side is how emotionally open we are. So women are generally taught to be more emotionally open. So they'll be able to name different colors and connect with different colors. But men are taught to be boxed in only little emotion. So that's what they will see. Wow. It's so fascinating because it's like people just think all the time of like, well, green is green and red is red. Like there's actually healing colors, triggering colors, like all these different things that go with different colors. Like I want to go through colors and what it kind of means, like just a few of the basic ones. Like what what does the color red represent? Red represents action, movement, taking. When you think about red, if you just really think about it, we are taught that red is danger because of blood. Mm-hmm. We are taught that red is passion because of movies, but really also it's about passionate movement. It's about it's something on the physical level, like in short. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's so much. What about orange? Orange is the color. Also, how you feel your emotions in in your body, how mm-hmm. you're feeling, how you're allowing your anger, your joy, your grief. If you allow it to like move through your body, if you allow it to 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 help you get in touch with the feminine within you, it's that movement, it's that feminine energy of also receiving. I love orange. I could tell you lit up when I said orange. It was I love orange. So I'm wearing orange. Like, that was my thing. How can you use that color though to do that? 
So you can meditate with color. You can put oh. on clothes. You can because this is one of the things I do. So what I work with, I work with different modalities. I work with color and I mix sound with it and I mix visualizations with it. Um to, when you're when you're working with a subconscious and and your body and what your body's storing. So you can meditate on it. You can also put clothes on with the intention. I want this because when you're wearing a color, you're wearing that vibration. Right. You're asking for it. You're present with it. Huh. You can eat more of it. Uh, wow. Wear the colors that you're more attracted to because it's Wait. better to follow your intuition. I'm wearing orange on my pants. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and you're wearing orange and pink. So <laughs> that's a beautiful combination because it's a combination that, that tells you, oh, you're opening up to your emotions. So let's be kind as we do this. You're opening up to your, because orange also, we use it when we are moving from one, one thing to another. So when we're doing transformation and we have a bit of grief with it, because, you know, whenever, whenever we change something, we feel, you know, we have to grieve the old thing, even if the old thing is bad for us. So it's like, yeah, you're opening your emotions. Okay. Let them flow, but be kind. The pink is always reminding you, be compassionate. Be kind with yourself. So you're wearing a really cool combination. Ah, I like that. I didn't even so think about that. Gray. No, I didn't even think about it while I was putting it on. I literally was just like, oh, I'll just throw on this. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I see why. And I this is that. and these are the best, and these are the best choices. The ones where you're like, ah, okay, I want this. Yeah. Because when you're overthinking it, you're letting your mind get in the way. But it's like the, it's just the, the the feeling. I just always tell my clients and people I work with, feel into the color. Start connecting, creating a relationship with colors. Yeah, I'm gonna shop on Express.com today, and I feel like I'm gonna just gravitate towards all orange now because I like that one. <laughs> oh yeah, you like that one because you like the meaning. Yeah, I like, and I like your shirt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like I love this one so much. Like every color has a shadow aspect and a and a light aspect. And we have to move through all of them. Like I said, orange is anger, but also uh, joy. Right. Okay. So it's like kind of like like that personality test, the Enneagram. It's like when you okay. are a certain number, it's like you can think in um, your impaired way of thinking and a healthy way of thinking. Like both oh, okay. are there. So that maybe that's like that with colors too. I, I think it's like that. I think it's like that with every with everything. That's true. I think it's like that. We, we can, you know, we have dysfunction with things and, and function with things and we just need to choose and keep choosing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, tell me about yellow. Yellow is also another favorite of mine. It's actually my birth color. And this color is about allowing yourself to shine, allowing yourself to stand in the sunlight and also not letting your self-doubt make you hide instead of like stand in your power, find courage to to love to live and to do whatever your other colors want from you hmm. can you do you see people's aura colors or is that a whole other world um, i tend to feel it out but what i do is i i have the service called um color readings yeah and what i do is i like to do that more because there's a birth chart and the day you're born will represent the color that you came with the month you're born will represent the color energy that you came to be challenged with in this life and then the year will tell you the color energy that your soul wants you to get to in this lifetime. Wait, how can people find that out? Do you have like a website where that, I want to look it up. I do it on like a session online. Oh, cool. And, and I love doing it because it's just so fun. That does. I mean, I've had Mystic Michaela on and she said my aura colors are purple and pink. Funny, because I was thinking, I'm going to check your birthday now. But before I came in, I was like thinking, Violet, Violet. Because I know you're getting married. And congratulations, yes. by the way. Thank you. And and, and you're looking at your birth, uh, you're looking at your wedding colors and stuff. And I don't know, I was like, Violet, Violet. And I never think about violets. So let's see what your color is for my... That's so interesting because she I feel like she said it's like a different kind of purple that I am you have indigo so that's kind <gasps> that, of purple that, that's what she said indigo but that's cool. your challenge 
So if your aura color is in your challenge, that means you are living in your challenge a lot and you have less of your own color because your color is red. Really? Yes, your color, you're born as a red. So you're born as action, 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 passionate, really in touch with with your physical body. You're really in touch. You don't like concept like people who come up with concepts and ideas you like to take action you're like okay let's come let's bring this concept let's make it happen you're uh-huh. that kind of person but That's then so you have your challenge with indigo which is about which is a color that asks pe- that when people have it in their chart they want to change the world they're looking for fairness they're looking for the utopia uh-huh. um so but that's your challenge it's like are you going to fight that or are you going to be that? Are you going to take action towards that? Or are you going to be the change that you're looking to make into in the world? Wow. Like that. You have such warrior colors, man. Love it. I love that. I love this stuff so much. Like I, I like nerd out over it and I wish I was more on your side of it where I knew all of these things. Like I always get jealous of astrologers and people who do the birth charts and things because it's so overwhelming, but I love it so much. But the thing is like, you can do it. You have the intuition. You were born with it. I know. I agree. <laughs> you, sh- you you just need to, you know, find the, the which door you want to enter it from. Yeah. Astrology, color, sound, which door do you want to do it? Fine. You would do it for fun. It'll work better when you do it for fun. That's true. If I can find the time, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I do want to get into astrology just because I do. I just love it. So it's so like, I feel like you can't fight it. Like you, there's so many facts and points and you blow people's minds with it. And they're like, like people think it's all just like, oh, you're Gemini, so you're two-faced. And then it's like, no, there's a lot more to it yeah, than that. that. Yeah. Are, you're a Gemini, aren't you? Yes, I am. That's why you like to change things very quickly. You like a lot of things and you're good at a lot of things. Yeah, I th- that is me. I feel like I like, but the only thing is I don't change. I, I never want to move, like to, to think about a new home or a new place really stresses me out, but I want to change the house I'm in all the time. Oh, I'm I'm the same. I'm crazy. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My partner comes in and he's like, oh my God, you didn't change the house this month? How? <laughs> I was like, well, I did move that couch over there. That's you just so didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I change it all the time. I can't. I have to change the colors. I have to change positions. I hear you. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, but I can't. I hate changing houses. So wait, when violet came to mind with wedding colors, like I just don't. I wanted to talk to you about wedding colors because I don't see like, you know, having wedding colors. Like I'm gonna have gold, white, and like blah blah blah. But I want. I don't know. I want like insight on really? what kind of colors you think would work with me and my wedding. Yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about like dark purple flowers. Okay. I don't know why they came to mind, but usually when you're looking at colors, first you need to look, what is my intention for my wedding to be? What is it celebrating? Yes, it's celebrating love, but what is about me and my partner that I am, we are celebrating and that's where you can infuse it with the colors. So what are you celebrating? Well, I could like, I put you on the spot, right? Well, I feel like we're <laughs> celebrating, like, we're both very like specific and unique individuals and people wouldn't probably put us together, but we work so well together. Yeah. And I feel like we're celebrating like, f- like finding okay. like safety. Like we both feel safe in this relationship and like we've found our person and like we want all our closest friends and family, of course, it's a wedding, to just like come into our wedding and be like, wow, this is so Jason and Caitlin. That's interesting. I, when you're talking, I did see a, a strange combination. Okay. <laughs> I did see like dark violets and yellow. Okay. I love the yellow. Because it's, oh, good. So I would, I would go, uh, because these two colors, when they're put together, they're opposite. But they work very. They're complementary. So they're cool. they're like yeah. We're, but the complementary it's sunshine and deep intuition. So it's sunshine and mystery. And because when you think about violet, you're thinking about 
mystical things, mystical, like even if you're talking about lilac, lavender, all the family of violet. Wow. It's very mystical. It's very sweet. And then yellow, sunshine, it's bright, it's courage, it's strong. So it's like you're, you're merging those two things that normally people don't merge. And that's just a that's cool story my to tell too. Like when, if people were like asking and that, I love that actually. I really love that. I'm immediately going to Pinterest after to type in those colors for <laughs> wedding colors and see what comes up. Cause now I'm inspired by that. Hopefully nobody did it. I'll think of like a few, th- a few, cause you would have different yellows and different violets. And I think that would be fun. I do too. I like the idea of that. Um, and what, there's always like a color of the year that people go by. How did they come up with colors of the year? Okay. So the colors of the year that come up with Pantone and yeah. different color organizations, what happens is I've been in one of those rooms. So they would sit down and many people, it's actually a fascinating process. Many people from all different parts of the world who work in color, color designers, designers, all these people, people who work in makeup. And they'll sit in a room and each one will present what they feel is going to be a, a different themes and people would want to do or feel in these coming years. And then they'll all sit and represent these feelings, these ideas, these ideals in, um, on a board and create a color story. And then they'll all come together and then decide which is the, the biggest theme of the world. Huh. And this, which is the biggest um, color story and which colors represent it. Wow. What is the color of this year? I don't even know. I kind of stopped looking at them because I just feel like they're, they've gone off a little bit. Maybe it's COVID. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think it was some sort of green. Huh. Uh, that's so weird because green changed to one of my favorite colors. What does green mean? Cause that's become one of my Ooh. favorite colors, like a deep green. A deep green. Are you okay. There? So yeah. green used to be one of the colors I hated. So when I started working with my first color therapist, one of the first things that came up was like, I hated green. I don't want to deal with green. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to wear it. Nothing. Huh. And, then later, and then later on, I have a very funny story with green. I even wrote it in my book. And <laughs> and what we she ended what I ended up doing is she need I needed to make peace with green because green is about being vulnerable, growing from your heart, opening up and doing things that are more uh, coming from an essence of love and vulnerability and openness. And that puts you in a place where you feel, oh, shit, you know, they're going to see me. <laughs> they're going to see all of me. They're going to see me open. So green calls you to do that and move organically from your heart. And I was I grew up the rebel in the Middle East. And I did everything in hiding. So I had to hide from everything. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, I wanted to live a Western life and all these traditions and entrapments and stuff like that didn't just for me. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. So I had to do everything in hiding. So I also had to hide myself. Yeah. So green was not a thing. But if you're attracted to green, it's a really... It's it's a beautiful place to be. Wow, I do it this year out of nowhere. Like I did my nails green. I started just being like like clothes. I love a dark green, and I was never green needs to be color. I didn't like either. That's so interesting. Colors like you know people just think of them as colors. There's so much more to it, and now I'm going to be paying attention to it so much. Like yeah, which is good. Like I'm more spiritual, and I love like this kind of stuff. So I. I now will look at colors much differently. Thank you for opening You're my welcome. eyes to it. <laughs> Good. I love it. Because every time anybody does a session with me, they'll come up and they'll send me an email later. I'm like, oh, I just checked my closet. It's full of this color. Oh, I thought I only wore black, but no, I do have other colors. And then they start and they start making all these shifts and differences. And, you know, every time you put on a color, it's kind of like a different personality within you that comes out. You know, when you put like totally. makeup or you're not. Yeah. You're like a different person. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's so true. Wow. And where can people find you and book a session and all that stuff? On Instagram, Wella Colorways, and my website, color-ways.com, American spelling. So cool. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank of you so course. much. Anytime. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. 
I'm Caitlin Bristow. Your session is now ending. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday and check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's not with OTV? Tell me you listen to Off the Vine podcast without telling me you listen to Off the Vine podcast. Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy, which is amazing because you have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Matrix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, sports, comedy, and more all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.